break down some of the games that Zach's been playing because I've only been playing one game, which is called New World. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to start off the conversation with Far Cry 6, okay? So I want to see, what was your honest opinion of the game? My honest opinion of the game is it's it's a fantastic time. It is really fun. It's really wacky. I, if you've played any of the newer Far Cry games, it, you know what to expect. It's it's very similar in terms of the gameplay loop where it is you go out and you clear out the forts, you move on, um, you know, but it's it's always a fun time. Okay, what what is the craziest part about Five Cry Six? What's the craziest thing you can like do in that game? Okay, so there's this really neat mechanic where you have these backpacks called Supremo backpacks, and they all have a different like ability. So they're like the first one you get shoots a bunch of rockets out of your backpack, and you just have a bunch of rockets going everywhere. And then you have another one where you can like heal yourself. Like they have a bunch of different ones. Um, so those are pretty wacky. My yeah. only experience with the genre is Far Cry Primal, which <laughs> is vastly different than yes. what I feel like this game is about because you're basically a cave person uh, and you have to like make technology out of like rocks and sticks. Um, so I asked you about this earlier. Is it true that the protagonist of that game is the chicken guy from Breaking Bad? Uh, not the protagonist, the antagonist. Okay. He's the bad guy. You, you are taking down the chicken guy from Breaking Bad. Um, yeah, he is probably my favorite part of the game. Every scene that he is in is fantastic. He's super scary, and he he's he's just he's a great villain all around. All right, we do have a question from chat that I'd like to get to. Uh, is the companion actually a two-legged dog? <laughs> you do. So you actually there's I want to say like five different companions that you can get. Um, one of them is a two-legged dog. His name is Chorizo. He's he's a little Chorizo. yes. He he's a little wiener dog, and he does have two legs. So his back legs are wrapped up in like a blanket, and he's got little wheels. He just runs around, and he's really great, especially if you're trying to be sneaky because you can send him to go distract guards. So you can so he'll start like barking at him, and you can sneak up behind him and take him out. Okay, that is adorable. Yes, he's uh, the best. And how would you how big would you say the map is in Far in Far Cry? <laughs> It's it's really big. I mean, I I finished the story maybe two days ago, and there's still a whole like corner of the map that I haven't even touched yet. Um, it's it's a very big map. There's a lot to do. There's oh. a lot to do. All right, switching gears a little bit. Um, I know at the beginning of the pandemic, most of us found solace in the game Animal Crossing: <laughs> New Horizons. Uh, you know, released by our overlords Nintendo. Uh, and I want to take, get your take on the new DLC coming forward, if you have seen any of it. Uh, and are you planning to replay the game? Are you planning to get back into it? You know, it's funny. My fiance just booted it up today because she saw that they added acorns and pine cones if you shook the trees. And to her dismay, for about 20 minutes, she spent shaking all the trees and she found about five beehives and no acorns or pine cones. Um, but I, I think I might... I don't know. My, uh, I always fall into this trap with Animal Crossing where I am really gung-ho about it for the first four months and then I just kind of just fall off. Abandon all of your friends on the island. Yeah. Yes, um, especially with this one. It was great because I wasn't working during the pandemic and then so I had all this time to hang out on Animal Crossing and then when I started going back to work, I slowly realized how little time I had to actually do anything in uh, Animal Crossing. And do you, did you know that they're basic, they're adding in uh, farming, they I, have like, uh, they're basically making like a Stardew Valley mix up is what I'm seeing. Okay. It's like, they, yeah, they, you're going to have farming, um, you have like the, the little decorator, so like you can decorate your house more intricately. Yep. Um, I'm thinking I'm probably going to pick it up again, but I might have to like restart my island. Like I don't even know where to begin. Well, that's that's kind of if I were to do that, I would probably do the same thing. Um, yeah, because I wouldn't either. I mean, the last time I played was when they added all the Mario stuff in, and like I just added a bunch of pipes around my island. You could just pipe to all over the place. Now, when you say farming, is it like vegetable and fruit farming or? Yeah, so like okay. you're gonna have like patches that you dig up and gotcha. plant seeds. Gotcha. Uh, and. Hmm. Well, oh, uh, so in in line with the uh, Nintendo DLC, what they're also releasing is Nintendo Switch Online, like the expanded version, where they're going to actually have N64 games in your Nintendo Online subscription. Is that something that you are going to participate in? Of course, of course, of course, I'm going to participate in that. I mean, I I feel like with all of the Nintendo Online things, I 
really i like it in concept where like you know when they did like the super nintendo i played a bunch of links awakening and then or link to the past rather and it's, it's it is it's a fun time i'm excited to jump back into ocarina and majora um i love majora's mask so i'm obviously gonna just gobble all that up i tried to get into like the any like the super nintendo online and like there's just some games that work really well with it like link's awakening so yes. if you try to play like ghouls and goblins oh. like there's just you can you can replay it so you can like rewind like yes, your, your yes. save so like that takes like a lot of the skill out of it which mm-hmm. is like why i wanted it to be there um but what n64 game would you like to see added that they haven't announced yet Now this is silly, but I would love just the N sixty four Smash, the original Smash. That'd be that. That'd be fun. Just a little trip down memory lane. I know they won't, because Smash is one of those if it ain't broke, don't fix it games. Because yeah. mechanically, it is not much different. But that would be nice. Um, if they added online matchmaking to that. Oh, that'd absolutely, be cool. that'd be super fun. That is one of my favorite N sixty four games. Yes, and. Um, just to circle back, the price of that though, do you agree with the pricing that it is doubled basically what you were paying before? I mean, think, keep in mind, it is a yearly subscription. It is a yearly if you, subscription. If you pay for PS Live, you are spending what, $15 a month? Yes, I think total it's like $70 a year for PS Plus. Um, I think it's fine as long as they're updating the library pretty frequently because I've found that they don't update the library as frequently i think as i would like in terms of like the nes and the super nintendo um you know it's only like oh we added this really obscure game that like (laughs) no one's ever heard of and it doesn't work well what's stopping them from releasing it i don't think like i don't think it's that hard for them to do it because they've done it with so many games. well and that's i mean we've seen that they've done it with the nes and the snes i don't i mean what's it is that thing of what's stopping them and i think it's just to keep us buying 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 well nintendo is very good about that yeah um and it would be really cool someone uh in the chat has just said that it would be really cool if pokemon ultimate where you release oh, all of the pokemon games on the that Switch, would be great they will never do that no no definitely not they are going to price out are you going to play shiny diamond and whatever pearl then the remakes the I, diamond and pearl? you know i don't know because i am looking forward to pokemon legends and i'm afraid that if i get diamond and pearl remake i'm going to be pokemon out by the time legends comes around and i'm just not going to want to play it what is the time frame on that because diamond and pearl comes out like next month right yes and then pokemon legends when is that i think that's mid-january you don't need a fact check fact check yeah i I, I know i know it's it's early 2022 i know that much diamond i still have my diamond and pearl version on my game boy (laughs) that i played pretty recently so yeah it's not like that that would not be the biggest nostalgia if they made ruby and sapphire though i think i would would, have to uh, 100% 100% grab Ruby and um, Sapphire. Think about like, uh, that's the one with like Reggie Gigas and all oh, the yeah. Reggies. Yeah, so yep. that would be really good for me because that was like a really good legendary seeking Pokemon game. It was, it was. Uh, okay, while we're on the topic of Pokemon, let's yep. talk about Pokemon Legends where it is going to be like a three-dimensional Pokemon like Sword and Shield, but mm-hmm. more open world. Yes. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? And you can like be in a battle with a Pokemon without having a Pokemon out yet. Yes, I think that that's really cool. I especially in Sword and Shield, I was always very much like, okay, this giant Pokemon is right in front of me. Like, there's the giant like Pancham is right in front of yeah. me, and he obviously wants to fight me. But oh no, he's gonna wait and be so nice and let me throw my Pokemon out and do the whole spiel. Um, I think I, I I'm looking forward to that. I think that's really cool. Um, I'm worried that it's just kind of gonna be more of the same though, because I mean, Sword and Shield, at least for me, didn't do too too much in terms of changing up the gameplay loop. Like they changed a little bit of it, but at, at the end of the day, like they didn't really. Unless you're shiny hunting, or well, yes. unless you are doing like the Dynamax raids, like mm-hmm. for that, you really don't have like an end game content. I know like there's a competitive scene out there, but from yeah. what I've seen, like you're running the same few. Uh, same few teams of Pokemon mm-hmm. like there are you know the pseudo legendaries that you run when you play uh, the game yep so uh, definitely something to look out for I know you may not have heard about you may you've probably heard about this game you haven't played it but as someone who plays a lot of Nintendo Switch games what are your thoughts on Metroid Dread I have not picked up Metroid Dread because I am terrified because I tried playing the original Metroids on the Switch and got just completely smacked like just could not hang with the big kids 
And I heard Metroid Dread is just that with shiny graphics. Yeah, so and, Met- yeah. Metroid is a series that has historically not sold very well with Nintendo or whatever you know third party mm-hmm. is producing it, but published by Nintendo. Um, and this right, right now is like has beaten the record of whatever the last one was. But I have the same similar uh, experience as you. I played Metroid on like my Game Boy like a long time mm-hmm. ago. And first off, they don't really tell you where to go. Yep, you have yep. to really figure that out. I like the genre of like Metroidvania, which has, mm-hmm. um, you know, Castlevania and Metroid were yep. the same type of genre. So I enjoyed that genre very greatly. But... As a kid, I was just so put off by it. I could not figure out what to do. Whenever I reached a boss, I was like, I just would die. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's been a lot of talk about Metroid Dread and its level of difficulty, which is um, what a lot of people want in a game, right? Yes. They want to be challenged. Um, but there is no option to turn that difficulty down to make it easier and more accessible for gamers. There's also no like accessibility settings. So, like if you are colorblind, if you, you know, oh. like are, you know what I mean? Like a lot uh, of games, well, yeah, a lot of games will give you like a colorblind mode right. or like a mode where like you can change like the input settings. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they have that or not, Huh? but that's, that's weird. Especially I feel like in an age where they're so, I mean, Far Cry even, it's like, it's ridiculous that it's like, oh, you can change the color of the subtitles if you want. You can, how big do you want the subtitles? There's like, there's just, there's so many like just settings that you can go into. And it's, it's almost like it's kind of terrifying and daunting when you're first trying to do it. But yeah, Far Cry was praised um, by its level of ability, uh, level of accessibility. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and to bring up like game, like Metroid, Dark Souls, uh, you uh, spoke to me earlier <laughs> about Sekiro. Sekiro. Um, you know, those are games where the whole challenge of the game, like an integral part of the game is how challenging it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and should people be allowed to access that story if they can't meet that challenge? Uh, there's the good phrase of Dark Souls players that just says, well, you need to get good. Uh, that's <laughs> Apparently, that's where that phrase started from. Yes. That's what somebody told me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I, I am on the side where I definitely think people should be able to access those stories. But, um, you know, nowadays, if you're releasing a game in 2021, I think there should be some sort of difficulty slider. Um, just because I don't think that those people are going to... Uh, like the people that want that challenge, they're always going to have that challenge, right? right? Like right. when you played games online or when you played games like back in the day, like Age of Mythology, you could just cheat code your way through that. Oh, like, absolutely. You know what I mean? So right. uh, speak on your experience with Sekiro. So I, I bought it because it looked really cool. The box art was really, really neat. And I made it maybe I I got through the first two bosses and then there was this bull and he had like a flaming haystack on his horns. It was just it was a lot. And he, his whole deal is that his movement is super unpre- uh, like it's super unpredictable. So you're never going to know he might start to go left and then he'll like turn around and hit you right. And it's just it was super frustrating. It took me. I spent like maybe four or five hours trying to get through. And he wasn't even like a main boss. He was just a mini boss. Yeah. So as and, someone who yeah. started playing Dark Souls this year, um, I can really feel that like you can get really discouraged or you're like, not like you're wasting time because, you know, you're playing a video game. It's enjoy- mm-hmm. it's better than work. But, you know, you're just like, what am I getting out of this? As Well, then, like- <laughs> I mean, my fiance even said that. She goes, dude, you are getting more mad at this game than I've I've heard you swear at this game more than I've heard you praise this game. What is the point? And I said, you know what? You're right. I don't know. And I ended up getting rid of it. Um, I will say on the difficulty thing, going back to that real quick, there are games that are souls like, like the uh, new Star Wars game, Jedi Fallen Order that has a difficulty slider which is fantastic especially because i feel like because i started on the easiest difficulty because i heard it was basically dark souls but star wars so i started on the easiest difficulty and then once i kind of got the gameplay mechanics down i bumped it up and bumped it up and bumped it up until i was at the hardest difficulty but i still felt like i was doing well enough and like yeah i would die and i would like like i was getting my butt handed to me still but i wasn't like i didn't feel like i wasn't making any progress at all yeah in that uh, so there's one genre of game that I will never accept a difficulty slider, and that is the roguelike genre. So we're talking oh, yes. games like Hades, mm-hmm. like Rogue Legacy, uh, like Star Cell. Yep. I don't even know if that's a thing. Uh, it's something like that. But 
we both play Hades. I don't know how much time you put in that game, but I've put, I put I probably at this point several hundred hours. Um, I really enjoy that game. I always go back to it every mm-hmm. once in a while. But correct me if I'm wrong. There is no difficulty slider in that game. You cannot adjust the level of difficulty. You just have to no, keep playing. No, yeah, the game. they they have like a god mode where it just it's like oh, add like twenty five percent armor, so you die like a little less, and like it's just a little bit harder to to die. But it's, I mean, it's still like it. It's not easy by any stretch of the imagination because I turned it on once just to see what it was like, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Like it's still like it's still pretty hard. Yeah, and Hades is a story-driven game in the mm-hmm. sense, but I mean, you're gonna get a lot of playing after you finish the story. Yes. Um, so it's not like I'm gonna turn it down just so I can, like get to the next part. Mm-hmm. I feel like the whole shtick with especially Hades is like the death because as you die, you bring back all these resources that you got in that run to then upgrade yourself to then make it farther in the runs to get more resources and like that's the whole loop so i also feel like you know and it's it's that's like that with all with most roguelikes where the being defeated is the whole point of it yes i'm gonna bring up a point that came up in chat Mm -hmm. and that is that uh souls like games are you know more methodical in the sense that you are going to have to take one enemy at a time slow it down you know, really learn the movements of what you're facing, mm-hmm. as opposed to a game like Skyrim or God of War, yes. where it's like, I'm going to either try to figure out how to do the most damage, or like, I the game sets you up for success, even mm-hmm. if you are not playing it as slowly as you should. So uh, let's just, uh, so let's talk about God of War. Have you played the latest God of War? Have I played it? Of course I've played the latest God of Can War. Can you remind, I, I haven't. So mm-hmm. what is the what is this one called it is called god of war really that's it not yep, like ragnarok or anything no i, I no, missed that one too no god of war is the one that came out in 2018 on the ps4 and it's actually it just got put on pc like today i think okay so um yeah i mean fantastic game that's honestly that's my favorite ps4 game i feel very on. behind on the times that's the one with yep. the child who yep. shoots the bow yes okay. yes all right i'm glad we cleared that up um i've always loved the series like back in the day i played it on the mm-hmm. ps3 oh yeah um but i have not been able to uh get into it ever since mainly because of the ps mm-hmm. uh you know exclusivity of it yeah well it's on pc now i i have no excuse can my computer run it that will be <laughs> that will be the real test yep all right let's switch gears for a little bit because there is a little cute game that i know that you've played and i've played a little <gasps> bit of it myself but mm-hmm. i have not gotten as far as you have by yep. any means um kina bridge of spirits yes. first off give me a little bit of a synopsis for the uh listeners out there that have not heard about this game what does it look like what are you doing in the game how does the combat kind of feel so it looks like you're playing a disney animated movie it is just super whimsical super bright and colorful you play as this spirit guide named kana and her whole shtick is that she wants to get to the top of this mountain that has a lot of spiritual power and um you do that by helping all of these different spirits from this village because this village got wiped out by a plague and so you're helping these spirits and they're giving you different power-ups to then help you get to the top of the mountain okay uh and have you completed the game at this point yes you may hear my dog bark every once in a while. He's upset that we're up here. <laughs> okay. Um, without any spoilers, like maybe mm-hmm. not give it a rating, but like as, as as opposed to some of the games that you've played this year, because you've completed Far Cry 6. Yes. You've completed Kena. We've played yep. Hades, yep. at least this year. Mm-hmm. Um, God of War was yep. uh, three years ago at this point. Yep. How would you rate it as far as like new releases that are coming out and like whether or not it's worth the pickup? I think it's definitely worth the pickup. I give it a, a solid 8 out of 10. um you know it's it's a really fun time a lot of people have been comparing it or they've been saying it's the best ps2 game they've ever played and i'm kind of in the same vein (laughs) because it really does it feels like a just a good old ps2 game of old where i found there's a lot of puzzle solving aspects of the game and i found as though every time i got to a puzzle i was making it way harder than i needed it to make it because i'm trying to backtrack and thinking oh i missed a certain button you know three rooms ago I gotta go back and then I get stuck and then I just I, I ended up just looking like this happened to me maybe two or three times where I'd look it up and the answer is right in front of my face and I'm just making it way harder on myself yeah that, I, I know that feeling like yep. like you overthink it because games nowadays really try to get intricate mm-hmm. um, okay I'm gonna say something controversial yet very brave Let's hear it. okay 
as you are the biggest Legend of Zelda fan that I know in mm-hmm. my life. I I mean, I have Ocarina of Time do, locked and loaded in an N64 back there, but I have never played Breath of the Wild. And with Breath of the Wild 2 on the horizon right now, wow. I feel like I have to. Yes. But I feel like I'm going to get a little bit, not put off, but like every Zelda game since like Ocarina of Time has been like semi-open world, right? You're not mm-hmm. like going through linear dungeons. Mm-hmm. But how will I face the open worldness of Breath of the Wild if my last game that I do, if the last game that I played in the series was like literally what a phantom hourglass like something on the ds oh man wow um and it's funny you say that because i'm playing breath of the wild again right now because with the announcement of breath of the wild 2 coming soon i really just wanted to to get it all in again um i will say this at least the first few to like first several hours do give you kind of they don't force you to go in a certain direction but they do kind of they're like you can do whatever you want, but you should probably do this first kind of thing where it is like because after you beat the like opening like f- tutorial like area, the, you can go f- to Hyrule Castle and fight Ganon and you, you won't be very successful, but you can do it. Like it's been done. Um, it, so that has led to the only thing I know about this game is the speed running aspect mm-hmm. of it. Because that's the only thing that shows up on my yep. TikTok page for some reason. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've seen people do insane things with these cubes in like stasis, and yep. then you like launch yourself, and then mm-hmm. you're in the air. I think the climbing mechanic is really cool. I do think I would enjoy the game. You would. But I think this game has really opened up Zelda for, I mean, not, never mind. Major, uh, Ocarina of Time is like one of the most sped run games. Um, like not ever. really, no, yeah, not ever, but well, like, it's, yes. it's up there. It's, it's, up it's there, like yes. Super Mario 64, mm-hmm. like Legend of Zelda. A lot of those N64 games had a ton of glitches that made speedrunning easy. Mm-hmm. But it's just really interesting to me how open world it is and how it lets you kind of choose what you want to do when you want to do it. Yes. Um, and I'm assuming there's like side quests that are like completely oh, yeah. optional. That yeah, like, 100%. Yeah, contribute nothing to the story. 100%. I mean, it's funny too, though, because I mean, even... Part of the story, I feel like, is optional because, like I said, you can just go and fight Ganon and you get the end credits right at like the beginning of the game if you want to. Like, I mean, I you could skip over all of the all of the dungeons. They're called divine beasts in this yeah. one. You can skip over all of that and go and face Ganon, and you get like the final credits. And Zelda's like, "Yeah, you saved me, thanks." Well, you wouldn't win. You'd have to like. Well, it's no. I've seen people like oh, okay. just people go straight. Yes, it. it's like, been done. So good. It, yes, it has been done. Okay. Um, like a no hit run. Like yes. Just, okay. Yes, it is. It, I I have personally not done it. Um, I've tried and failed, but I've seen people do it, and it is ridiculous. I would be curious to see what the time is of like the top Breath of the Wild speed run time. Maybe I'll add that into the show notes. Oh, um, I know that'd be. I would love to see that too. Uh, completely off topic. Just spitting off the dome here. Are do you know what the phrase bones or no bones means? I honestly I just found out today, isn't it about it's about this pug dog, right? Like this really fat pug, and if he doesn't get up, it's a no bones day, and if he does get up, it's a bone day. And I'm assuming it's because like, oh, he's not getting up because he's got no bones in his body today. Yes. Okay. Um, so it's a very elderly pug called Noodle. Yes. Uh, Name of my cat. This enough. is the most famous dog probably in the point of the earth right now. Yes. Um, I woke up today and it was a, I think it was a bones day. I think it was a bones day. Yeah, it was a bones day. Um, so basically he stands this pug up and sees, sees if it will stand up on its own or if it lays back down. This is a very, very old pug. Mm-hmm. Now. I live and die by the bones days. I don't know if it's because this dog has like entranced us all, but I I looked at this TikTok on my lunch break today. It was posted maybe like two hours ago. Mm-hmm. It had five hundred thousand likes in like five hours, less than that. I'm like, oh my, oh my god, man. So there is a lot of people out there that are wow. making themselves, uh, you know working their life around this dog, and I just think that's interesting. It's funny that you just learned about it mm-hmm. today too, because. I've been on bones or no bones for at least a week now. Well, and it's funny because I've seen plenty of people, including talk you, about talk it, about yes. it. And I just, I guess I'm not, my TikTok was just not caught up to this quite yet because I saw it today and it clicked. I was like, oh, that's what it is. All right. I, I personally, I love it. I think it's pretty, I think it's pretty hilarious that they're, they're tracking it like this. It, I find that so cute. All right, now we're gonna switch gears a little bit. I, we're gonna start running out of games to talk about yeah. eventually, but let's talk about like FPS, first-person shooters mm-hmm. for all of the and put it in layman's terms. We have two big ones that are kind of coming out. 
Three, yes. technically. So you have Call of Duty Vanguard. Uh-huh. Okay, I played a good amount of Warzone at the beginning of yes, Pandemic. Yes, me too. I remember setting up my PS4, rest in peace, um, at like on a TV and like just grinding that for like two hours before work, mm-hmm. then on my lunch break because I was working from home, and then as soon as I got off work, I was playing oh, yeah. Warzone. Okay, then Activision Blizzard did their little thing, and that's Ugh. a conversation for another yep. day. But... <laughs> Now we have Vanguard from Call of Duty. We mm-hmm. have Halo Infinite, mm-hmm. and then we have Battlefield twenty forty eight. Twenty something. Battlefield like that. something. Okay. If you had to choose one of those games that you are going to play, which one and why? Battlefield, because I really liked Battlefield three, and I'm hoping that they can just really <laughs> hit gold again because all the battlefields following Battlefield three were less than stellar in my opinion. I thought Battlefield one, Battlefield one, which brought it good. back. That's did, not yes. the first one in the no, series. Like World title. War one. I, I know that's like really confusing if you haven't yep. been into the mm-hmm, franchise. Mm-hmm. But I thought Battlefield one was good, but it wasn't like I mean. It was you're using World War One weapons yes. and stuff, so it yeah. I mean, all that. all the Battlefield games that have come out have been good. They just haven't been Battlefield Three for me. Like, let me put this into perspective. I got Battlefield Three, and I burned a ring into my disc when I had it on my Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty because I played it so much, and I had to go buy a new one. Did you see anything from the beta? Yes, and it has me a little bit worried. A little concerned. A little concerned. However, I'm hoping that they take what they found and they do what they got to do and fix it up. We'll see. We will see. But I'm just, I feel like I'm kind of so over Call of Duty. I'm, I'm over, I'm just, I'm very, I'm very over it. As someone who's put a lot of time in the franchise, Modern yep. Warfare 2. Oh, Rest absolutely. Rest I, I grinded that for no one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I grinded that like no one's business. Mm-hmm. I kid you not, I was a literal cave child. We had yes. my Xbox 360 set up in the basement. And I'm talking like school nights. Like I was the youngest of five children. So like my parents weren't really on all of us at all points. <laughs> so I would like go to bed, then wake up at midnight, go down in the basement, play to like five in the morning. Like no one could oh, hear yeah. me. I could be talking and just pounding Mountain Dew, like absolutely yep. pounding it. Yeah. Um, may have diabetes later on in my life. I do eat a lot of candy. That is something worth that, it. You know, we're working out. But I just I can't put any time in it. I can't no, play these I, games anymore. I especially because I feel like and this is the whole Call of Duty cycle now. Is the first few months. It's really exciting because it's a new Call of Duty, and oh man, this is the one they finally fixed it. They finally made it balanced. And I think what it is is because they have made it balanced for the first few months, and then as once their numbers go from like ninety percent of the world are playing to like eighty five, they're like, all right, whatever, like we're fine. We don't care about keeping up with the matchmaking and the lobbies and well, they have a can, huge cheating problem. They, well, they do, but yeah. and that's the thing. They, it, they and really it's cross play, so you can it just is. be like playing on your Xbox One, like then you got some guy running like four different anti cheats or like four different cheats on his on his PC, computer, right. yeah. Um, I think for me, the most uh, exciting FPS that's going to come out this year is definitely Halo Infinite. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it will be free. The multiplayer is oh, going to be free. Uh, they will not be able to release the campaign, though, until sometime next year huh. uh, because just it's taking way too long. But they are doing Forge mode again. Oh. And f- apparently Forge mode is taking a long time to make because it's basically like a game engine inside mm-hmm. of the game. Right. So... Um, I'm really excited to see what the community comes up with. Like, I yeah, would love yeah. to play some Griff Ball or yes. like that one oh. where like you're riding the the, the thing and people mm-hmm. are like sniping at you from. Like, yep. Yeah. Yep. That was always a good time. It yes, just it was. And hopefully there's crossplay because oh, that, I, would, I, I would I would I feel like it's it would be silly if there wasn't. That's what everybody goes to now. Um, it, yeah, I mean. Let me put it this way. If I can play Fortnite on my Switch with someone on a PC, there's no reason that Halo Infinite should not be cross-play. Yeah, as someone who has started playing Fortnite again very recently, it's, only, it's only fun with other people, yes. trust me. Um, that it is wild to me that I could be playing against someone on a Nintendo Switch. And right. sometimes I'm like, that guy is a Switch player. Nothing <laughs> against the Switch, because I love the console. Mm-hmm. You are uh, 30 FPS. You can't yeah, get any higher than that. Nope. Um, and I just think that... It's the way that the controller's set up, unless you're using a pro controller, like you literally have no mm-hmm. chance of outplaying somebody on a PC unless there's like a stroke involved. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, have you heard of the game Elden Ring? I have, and I heard it got delayed. Yeah, it did. 
Um, I don't know much about this game. I'm going to say some things, and then um, someone will correct me if I'm yep. wrong. I It is like a Souls game mm-hmm. with horses, open world, mm-hmm. um, and a little bit more like RPG-driven elements instead of like combat story elements. That's huh. kind of what I'm getting from it. So th- I could be wrong. But I'm probably going to get that game. In isn't isn't George R. R. Martin also? Didn't he like write the story for yes, it or something? It's George R. R. Martin, someone else that's famous. Yes. And again, I'll put in the show notes. I didn't. We did not do any research no. on any of these games that we're talking about. That's the <laughs> nope. whole point of this. Is just yep. this kind of spitball, open world Dark Souls story driven by R. R. Martin from Game of Thrones. Correct. See, awesome. We got fact checked in real time. Uh, Perfect. And that's that's what it is. <laughs> Said it as I hit. So. Any other game? So, uh, any other games that are on your horizon, or something that you've played that is kind of more low key? Um, yes, to both. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy comes out Tuesday, next okay. Tuesday. I will have to clear up a hundred gigabytes to play. Do you see the file size? Yes, of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I just got that brand new PS Five. Yes, I got nothing on there. I got That's all true. the space, and I am looking forward to it. I think it's just going to be a nice, fun time. I don't have my hopes too high because Avengers really let me down, and, and I'm pretty did sure. Did you play Avengers? The game? Unfortunately. I, I, I know that you did. <laughs> unfortunately, like, I, unfortunately, I did. I it, I heard it wasn't bad, but there was just not enough things yeah, there, wasn't there for, enough, like, once you beat the game. Yes, like, and they've added a lot of stuff. I heard you can play as Black Panther. Yes, now. they added a big Black Panther DLC, and they added Hawkeye. Um... But yeah, I mean, it was very much... I feel like Avengers is kind of, to your point, like Fortnite, where it would be a lot more fun if I had people to play with. Yeah. Um, is there online you can play with people? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, yeah, I'm and it's it, like game, you but... get like a whole... Like, is you can get like a four-person team, so you could get like Iron Man, Hulk, Captain America, and Thor and just go and mess up a raid. Did and... you play WarioWare? No, I want to. I really... I need to get it. Okay. That's one that... I'm going to do my little indie plug, because mm-hmm. this is just what I do. So there is a game like WarioWare, but it is Halloween, October, spooky themed, and it's called Spookware. Ah. And it's a little bit different than WarioWare, but you do have like those really tense, like like three second mini games that you mm-hmm. have to do. But there is like an overarching story, and all the mini games are like put the skeletons on the bones, you know, it's oh. things like that. And I learned about it on the besties and or the resties because oh, oh, that's a whole another conversation. <laughs> but uh i really do think that's i I played a lot of spookware it's like 12 bucks but it's only on pc which is the problem Um, (laughs) yeah so i think they're shooting themselves in the foot a little bit there a little bit there um skyrim anniversary edition no one said that in chat that's just i'm just coming straight oh man that is a game that needs to just needs to die yes will i buy it of course you will yes i will i mean i think too they added fishing in aquariums obviously you gotta you gotta i yeah skyrim it's one would say maybe you know Bethesda should work on a new game rather than <laughs> Skyrim. But imagine <laughs> imagine um, that. If it costs more than forty dollars, I will it. revolt. Yes. I will burn down a Macy's. I will <laughs> yes, do something absolutely. to stop that from happening because that would be that would be bonkers. That would be bonkers. It's wild. ten years old. What? It's on its ten not, year. Not anniversary. to mention, I mean, in ten years old, and how many re-releases? Because I mean, it had the PS4 and Xbox re-release when it came out. Yeah. When the when those consoles came out, it had the. I forgot that it released on the 360. Yeah, it released on the Switch. Yep, that they was had it on the Switch. Then they did the VR release. Oh my god. There's got I'm I, I we'll look this up in the show notes or something, but I would bet that there has been eight releases of Skyrim. Yeah, including no, including the anniversary. Edition. Yes, I am very comfortable with that number as well. Eight times they're like oh, the same game. It is a good game. How many times can I kill Alduin before I'm like, this is the same? Yeah, I mean it's, <laughs> I mean, it's almost as if it's almost like Call of Duty does the same thing though and puts a different skin on it. They they put a different skin, <laughs> which on it. They but are, and they're they're ahead of the game on that one. Like if if they released Skyrim and was like, oh, and this time you're in SpongeBob World and you're fighting Patrick the World Eater, like I don't know. They are literally releasing the same game over and over again, and they're doing that because people are buying and that's it. That's and that's the issue. That is the issue. People are buying it, and they are excited to buy it. So Skyrim Anniversary Edition comes out next week, or I don't know. Ah, it's coming out like soon. Yeah, like next couple um, weeks. And just a reminder for everybody in chat, we're going to be a little less responsive today as 
as we are recording some audio segments. Um, so thank you everybody for showing up so far and we appreciate it. I'm not going to read anything out loud, but I will take information from the chat and include it into our conversation. Um, so we just talked about Skyrim. I'm trying to think what is... this is going to be dead time. We'll cut this out. Um, <laughs> I, it still shock. It still shocks me that they're really re-releasing. I, I just, I yeah, that's it, that. That would be like, oh hey, let's re-release Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift like five extra times in theaters. Fallout New Vegas just had its eleven-year anniversary. Where are those re-releases? Exactly. I would kill someone yes. with my bare hands and that's, for and Fallout like, New and Vegas re-release. I'm okay with one re-release where it's like, oh, here's the 10-year anniversary re-release. But it, like we were saying, it's the they re-released it two years in, and then four years in, and then eight years in. and Yeah. Yeah, I can only play the... And, and, and they're charging full price for, like, new game price. It's basically... It should be illegal. Now, a <laughs> yeah. game I've always wanted to get into, and I don't mm -hmm. know how much you know about it, is called Stardew Valley. I know okay. a little bit. I've never played it, but I know... Have you ever played Harvest Moon back in the day? No. You've um, never played a Harvest Moon game. I will say this. I played Farmville when Facebook first came out with my mom. Different. different totally different. Diff totally right. different. Okay? All right. I used to be a huge Harvest Moon fan. Mm -hmm. You, your grandpa, I, I, I'm, if I get the plot wrong, just know uh, things. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure your grandfather dies and leaves Ooh. you a farm. I'm pretty sure that's also the same plot of Stardew. Stardew, uh -huh. I think, originally created as like an homage to Harvest Moon because mm -hmm. there was Harvest Moon 64, then there was Harvest Moon on the PS1, okay. and then there was Harvest Moon um, on the Game Boy. Um, and I would love to get into Stardew Valley. And it's just like why people love Skyrim and the other Bethesda games is because a lot of people uh, mod that game. Yes. So you could literally play Stardew Valley with like eight people and like all run like a oh, really? community farm and stuff oh, like that. That's and that's, fun. that would be super cool. And I've always that's wanted fun. to do something like that. Um, but I would really like to get into that. But then again, I feel like I'm going to get into the Animal Crossing I have so much to do in my real life. The last thing I want to do is, is take care is, of my fake is life. garden right. virtually. Mm -hmm. And that is soothing for a really large amount of people. Yes. If you look at the people that are into uh, Animal Crossing, if you look at the people that are into Stardew, huge games with huge player bases. If you look up Stardew Valley on Twitch, you're going to see like, oh, seven, yeah. like thousands and thousands of viewers. Same thing with Animal Crossing. But for me personally, I have such a hard time with like tasks i we are both add mm -hmm, so that's something mm -hmm. that like when i play a game um like that i find myself if there's not like a built-in checklist like if oh, i don't get yeah. like an objective in the top left corner mm -hmm. that like you should probably harvest your crops before they go bad it doesn't happen and then i feel bad <laughs> so. yep no i'm in that exact same boat I, where if there is not something blinking in the top right of the of the screen saying go do this now and I, granted it might take me three or four days to actually go do it but it gets done eventually because it's there har harping on me yeah eventually it'll just annoy me to the point yeah um and so i'm gonna take something from that was said in chat and so we talked about fortnite a little bit earlier and how i'm mm -hmm. getting back into it what fortnite has done okay mm -hmm. you can love it you can hate it they have changed the way the game has played throughout the seasons drastically they've added really? in drastic new weapons the map changes very much okay um and then they're just like collab with uh, some of these are cringy i have yes like, uh, some the, of them are the, cringy. there was like a travis scott concert in one of them right there's an ariana grande concert. Ooh, she's back in the game she's by the way back um what i think they do really well is you know what you're going to get when you play fortnite mm -hmm. you're going to play a competitive shooter that you can build things. They've mm -hmm. kind of done, they did that well. It originally was supposed to be like a single player game. Yes. And then they they were like, a Marshmallow was the first person who did a Fortnite. <laughs> That's right, I yes, had to, I have yes. to get the record straight. We can't leave him out of this. <laughs> but I remember the most fun I ever had in Fortnite was like two years ago when mm -hmm. Infinity War was coming out and you could literally just play, play as Thanos. Play Thanos, yes, that was go, awesome. And it would just be- Slap people around with the Infinity Gauntlet. It was so fun. And now what you can do right now is you can be Venom. Yeah. What do, you, what do you mean? Eh. I don't know. I did, did, did you see Venom? Um, I saw the first Venom. And okay, I, I saw the first one. I've not seen the second one. Yeah, I heard the second one was interesting. We'll leave it at that. Yep. Um, <laughs> I think I love the series. The comics were good. Mm -hmm. I, I read. Um, but I just think that what they're doing is they remake the game. 
it's the same game. You know what you're going to get. Right. But with a little flavor, with a little bit. Yes. A different how the game is played by adding in these constant new weapons. Mm -hmm. uh, in games like Apex Legends, in games like Call of Duty, mm -hmm. um, I'll even throw Splitgate in there. Um, you cannot drastically change that game. You can change Correct. the map. The map, it takes forever. Yes. And every time you put in a new weapon, it's just like a huge balancing problem. Right. The, the new weapon becomes the meta. and Yeah. Right. I mean, I've always kind of applauded Fortnite where it is like season seven is all zombies and season eight yeah. is going to be this. And I've always, because I mean, the last time I played Fortnite was like, it was around the time that they had Thanos. They had Thanos. Was, yeah. um, but, and I just kind of fell off because I just got disinterested in it. Um, I, I don't, I'm not super big on competitive shooters anymore. And I think that's my, that's my problem with that. But um, I've always kind of applauded it where it's like, oh, okay, cool. So like they are, they're actively trying to do new things with it. So it's not just, and that's kind of where I, I wag my finger at Call of Duty where it is like, okay, like, Cool, it's a new a new World War Two skin. Yeah, and sick. Sick. Like, like, whereas like where I'm like, oh, and that's twenty dollars. Right, twenty dollars. Yep. Where and whereas in Fortnite, I'm like, oh my god, an asteroid just took out the whole map, and now it's like it's like a barren wasteland for the season. Like they, that's neat. They do know how to make uh, like, that's know, cool. things interesting. Yes. Um, I would be remiss if I did not touch upon Amazon's new world, which is the <laughs> MMO. Um, that Amazon has released. I'm gonna. Mm -hmm. Daddy Bezos has graced us with Thank you, Daddy uh, Bezos. a World of Warcraft substitute. Um, I am not gonna be a huge fanboy about this game because it is riddled with problems. Like mm. this game is one of the buggiest things I've ever played. Really, it's terrible. You there. So the whole point of this game is that like they saw World of Warcraft, mm -hmm. in, right? Two factions. Right. You go on a server and everybody's on one right. because you get more. You get more. Uh, you know, benefit from being on the winning side. Mm -hmm. So what New World has done is they've made three. They're like, that'll fix the problem. They did it. <laughs> they didn't, of course but not. You can contest territories, right? So different mm -hmm. uh, factions will control different towns. And you right. the worst part about this game is that they're like, let's add taxes. Just like real life. You the person who controls the town will set the tax for crafting and for selling and you're like this is, is a little bit close to real life like i am there, paying taxes virtually now right is there like a limit too could it be like i'm taxing you a million gold coins no, they, no there's like a limit but okay, okay. a lot of people will just be like set at the highest limit and they'll be right, like well right. fight fight me to get to take over the town wow. and it's it's hard to take over town because you have yeah. to get 50 people to fight their 50 people right and there's uh an abuse in the game right now where you can just like have 50 people mass report everybody like and, and then it's automated they'll just ban you'll just ban the best players for a day so that they can't play in the war and i'm like wow, this is that, terrible yeah man it's very similar to animal crossing when you have to take up the loan um it's like why right in the middle of the pandemic right we're playing mm -hmm, animal crossing mm -hmm. and i am in debt to a raccoon now for a million dollars for it a basement. Was, it was stressful, like, yeah. gathering the money to pay for that. And, you know, the most stressful part was I shared an uh, island with my wife. Ooh, so yep, we if there was, that. like, a bell tree, she'd be like, you better not take those bells. Those are mine. <laughs> my like, switch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I went out and bought my fiancé a switch right around the time. Because her birthday was right around the time that Animal Crossing came out. And we were sharing an island, and it, I ran into that same problem where it was, Okay, you shook all my fruit trees and you dug up all of my shiny bell things. You hit the bells rock and you shook the bells tree. And I said, you know what? I'm just gonna go get you a switch for your birthday, and you, and it'll be a three month. It'll be like a month and a half early, and you're welcome. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. But you're kicking yourself in the butt right now, and they released the the OLED switch, like the one with the the fancier screen. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with that. I was hoping we would get around to that. I think that is a great investment if you're only going to play it in handheld because they it it looks this, like it's only a handheld upgrade. It's not like I play yeah. on the dock 90% yeah. of the time. It's like, a, oh, I'm going on a three-hour car right to the Cape, and I guess I'll... I play handheld 90% of the time. So then, I, like, yeah. like, that's one that you should get. However, it's $500. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's not... It's, is it? I, no, I it's, thought it was... It's 50 more dollars than the original Switch. Oh, okay, then never mind. Don't listen so to me. That's, if that's you are getting a Switch fair. right yes. now, do why that. would you get the regular one? Yeah, no, you pay $50. No, no, do that. Oh, you know what okay. the thing is? We're on a video on the Twitch stream, mm. but this will be audio only at some point. But... They fixed the back stand where it goes across the oh, whole so, switch. Like, I love that. I love and that. 
that is the biggest thing mm-hmm. that makes that makes me rage is I will be playing it like on the handheld version, but I'll like put the thingy up and it will fall over. I could blow yes. on it like yes, with my mouth and it will fall yes. over. It is ridiculous. And then I guess they also like the dock itself isn't like it doesn't look like a wish product where you're like oh i just need a quick fix <laughs> yeah like like it's actually like it, it's not like cheap plastic um which is cool however like i said i mean i i doubt i'll get it only be like i said i play on um, my tv 90 percent of the time and there's no graphical upgrades i'm to gonna that. paint you a picture okay let's hear it let me see pandemic it. hits yes semiconductor shortage yes not as many ps4 as xbox ones and switches can yes. be produced graphics cards go through the roof yes Switch, the Switch has been out for years. What, three years at this point? Yeah, 2017. They released a new model. Okay. There have been companies that have publicly stated that they were working on games that would utilize better hardware, the Switch Pro. Mm -hmm. Okay. But then Nintendo is like, no, 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 no. no, no." They Nintendo has said that they're lying. That's not happening. Mm -hmm. There is no Switch Pro. Correct. There is definitely going to be a Switch Pro. Oh, one hundred percent. No, no, one hundred percent. I mean, especially. I mean, I feel like with the way of the 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 way the world goes, as technology gets better and better, and I Nintendo is a smart company, and if they're going to say nope, we're just going to die on this hill of having mediocre to good graphics. For the rest of our days like i mean i play i was playing um uh ghost of tsushima on my ps5 i got the five dollar ps5 upgrade for it and that game is just stunning it like it breaks my brain how pretty that game is and then i put on a game on my switch i put on like breath of the wild i'm like this is a pretty game but it's not like that kind of pretty can i be honest with you yes when we were talking about Sekiro, Shadows mm-hmm. died twice earlier. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the same thing of Ghost of Tsushima. Nope. Now explain the difference between those two games for my little um, pea brain. Ghost of Tsushima doesn't make me want to cry all day. Um, it, Ghost of Tsushima is much less like Dark Souls where it's like, oh, I'm fighting a giant drunk dude that's like seven times my size and like is going to kick my teeth in. Whereas Ghost of Tsushima is very much, it's much more grounded. You play as this samurai who's fighting off the mongol invasion like you know they came to your little island there's only 80 samurai and they all get wiped out except for like you and your uncle okay and you have to stop the invasion and it's really great okay let's circle back on the switch because i had to clear that up yes have you had any issues with the hardware on your switch whether it's joy con drift if you don't know what that is basically nintendo Mm -hmm. knows that this is a problem they will refuse to fix it you can't just like send them in and be like oh no we'll repair them they're like Buy a new pair, sorry. You messed up. I don't know. But everybody's like, no, I have this problem. I have not experienced it. But I I, don't think I use my Switch enough to, like, break it in like that. I have experienced it. I I find it's not an issue when I'm in... uh, And now, I, like, the Joy-Cons that I have now, no issues. The Joy-Cons that came with my Switch, I had that issue if I wasn't on handheld mode. Okay. Like if I had it attached onto my Switch, totally fine. If I took it off and I was playing Breath of the Wild, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to go right and Link would just beeline it to the left. And that's how you play it 90% of the time, probably. Yes. You well, and that time. was my issue. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, like, whatever. I guess I'll go out and spend $70 for a pro controller since the one it came with doesn't work. Yeah. So basically, they're telling you that you need to get, um, you need to get the pro controller or just replace them if you want to yes and i will say this i i think they fixed it a little bit in turn because like i said i i got the the splatoon uh lime green and like neon pink joy cons love them um i've had those for like a year and a half two years not a single issue um so like i don't know if it's just the newer ones maybe have that issue less but i like i know it still exists because i have plenty of friends who complain yeah. about it constantly um okay so we are going to take a quick little break and i'll have to edit this out um we're gonna go like grab some water we're just gonna i need to start preheating the oven and we're gonna go check on the dog so we are going to continue this conversation if there's anything that you want us to talk about when we come back i would put it into the chat okay so we are going to take a quick little break we are back um all right so we have a few things from the chat that we're going to talk about. And the first, I'm just going to do it in order. Um, if you hear my dog in the background, I apologize. We're going to have to edit that out. I don't think I'm good enough at Audacity to figure that out, but we'll get there. <laughs> um, so what do, you, what do you think is about the future of gaming? Where do you think we're headed and why? 
I, you know, that's such an interesting question. I feel like in a age where it was supposedly the death of single player games, we're getting a lot of single player games coming out recently. I feel like people are starting to realize that gaming is a medium that can really push storytelling to a new limit. Because I mean, you look at some of like the best games of all time are not online multiplayer games. They're no. story driven games. They're Ocarina of Times, The Last of Us, God of War. You know, games like that. Um, I, you know, I think we're gonna get keep getting a lot of story driven games. I think we're gonna keep getting more of them, and I think we're gonna keep getting better. Um, I'm interested to see where the VR scene goes. I personally haven't really dipped my toe into it because I can see myself getting motion sickness from it. Resident Evil Four. Wait, is today Thursday? No, today is Wednesday. Yes. Resident Evil Four VR drops tomorrow yes, on does. Oculus Quest Two. So it that does. is, I would, I agree with that. I think VR is going to be a lot bigger. Yes. Um, once it becomes more accessible to people, mm -hmm. you have issues of like motion sickness. You have issues with. Um, a lot of people have said that the headsets that they sell are like programmed for like men yes. um, in that like when women do not adjust the settings and they just try to put on a VR headset like mm -hmm. they experience those problems a lot more so yes. I think that it needs to be a little bit more inclusive mm -hmm. um, also Facebook is like super into the like Facebook oh, owns Oculus so I think that'll be really interesting to yes. see where we go from here um, but yeah that is releasing very soon it is um, my thoughts on that question I think that Things are going to become more selective. We have this mm -hmm. issue, and I don't know how long this issue is going to go out, but scalpers are buying up new uh, yep. new consoles left and right. Constantly. Unless you're a part of the games industry, like you're a journalist or you're a reviewer, like you don't get sent consoles directly mm -hmm. from the company Xbox and Sony or Microsoft and mm -hmm. Sony. You get them from a third-party retailer. Um, I think that they are going to have a really hard time maybe in the next two or three years with people buying and playing new games yes. i think right now we're not noticing it as much because a lot of people um maybe playing on my pc or maybe a different medium because they're still releasing a lot of these titles for the older yes consoles, i 100 like I agree with you on that one because uh yeah i mean and i because i had someone ask me they were saying oh do you think the new god of war is only going to be on the ps5 and i said there is a that chance because they're going to lose money out on that yeah. because no one can it took me a year to get a ps5 and yeah. it's and i mean and i wasn't trying as hard as i could have but even when i started trying it took me like th like three and a half weeks of like trying every single day to get a ps5 and they're just they're going to lose so much money if they continue to do that which is sad because yeah i mean it just it's just a real predicament yeah i want to circle back because the comment said that i use a vr headset um as well mm -hmm. as my sister we don't have any issues um, historically speaking, um, it has been, there is a, a good amount of literature on this, uh, trust me, I'm not going to make bold claims without at least backing it up, uh, that there is a greater eye strain, uh, a greater mm -hmm. sense of nausea of women who use VR headsets. Um, and if they do not change like any of the factory settings, like that seems to persist. There's some people who can't play VR at all just because of oh, nausea, yeah. but I don't want to I'm not making like these bold claims and just saying that it is uh, something that has been historically kind of talked about in the VR gaming industry for mm -hmm. a while. Um, again, you can change those settings like pretty easily, but again, why? Like, we just want to make sure that the factory settings for the VR is going to be like inclusive to other people. Uh, now, another point that we got from the chat: uh, What makes game currency something a player would buy? Right now, we have games like. Uh, Fortnite, Call of Duty, Apex, basically any first-person shooter mm -hmm. is free. And the way that they make money is buying skins and yes. buying the in-game currency. Um, and Nintendo uh, makes you pay for updates like the Animal Crossing update yep. um, as compared to a game like Fortnite where the game is free but you pay for skins. So what do you think makes somebody play buy into an in-game currency do you think more games are going to be free with the option to pay money for more access to the game or do you think that i guess i'm asking a lot of questions mm -hmm. where do you think that is going to go from here i think it's going to kind of stay where it is for a while because i i think it, it like i mean like you said it is that thing of like a lot of these games are free and they make their money by doing that however then you you get into the whole, you know, let's rewind to 2017, 2018 when Battlefront 2 came out and it was this whole debacle of you're making me pay $60 for a game that I have to then pay 
money to get upgrades for my characters to then be better, like to better them at the game. Like, no, that's ridiculous. Um, that was the thing with Pokemon Unite when it first got released. Really? They, they took that out. Right now, um, uh, right now, the uh, sorry, I was trying to reach out yeah. at the same time. Right now, it has been fixed, but you could pay for like these little items that took so long to grind out that would give you small mm-hmm. bonuses in Pokemon Unite. Right, which is, and that's uh, what happened uh, in um, Battlefront. Yeah. Um, I like. Yeah, I think if it's like a little like five dollar cosmetic item, sure, whatever. Like, like if it's not, it. I I struggle with the idea of I have to pay to give me a crucial upgrade to make the game playable, so I can keep up with everyone else. That's where I struggle. Where I'm like, I just spent sixty dollars on the game, or however much money. Yeah. On the game. Whereas if it's just like, oh, five, five bucks for a cute little unicorn outfit, like, sure, why not? That's fun. That's whimsical. It's not increasing my strength in any way in this game. I think that going forward, like, cosmetics are never going to be an issue. Um, you know, cosmetic items, people are always going to pay for that. Mm-hmm. But when you get to, um, like, FIFA is owned by EA. Yes. Uh, and they have been sued by several European countries of <laughs> accusing children of getting invested into gambling schemes. Because when you play FIFA or Madden or NBA 2K, mm-hmm. there's modes where you unlock packs of cards. Yes. Right? And you have a small chance of getting a really good player, and then you put that player in your team, and you will outperform other people in the online med- mm-hmm. setting. So I... I see that still being a thing in sports games and maybe yes. even I mean let's talk about like a game like Hearthstone or Magic the Gathering online right. card based games where you can buy packs of cards and the better your cards are the better the you're going to be at the game win, right? the more money you have to spend on that game the more successful of a player you're going to be most likely there's probably people who are still bad at the game no matter how much money they spend Yeah on that's it. me on, but, on in terms of those games but um yeah I like I, I guess it also it is it's just kind of it depends maybe on the situation too like on the scenario like because with the with the games like that where it is like well i mean you gotta buy the pack of cards and you don't know what you're gonna get until you buy it like like i don't know yeah i don't know i, I, I lots of games are very greedy so i do think the future of games will still continue to use games currency yes 100 um paid dlc is something that i've never been super thrilled about Mm -hmm. but i understand why it's in place Mm -hmm. um i'm trying to think of some other examples of like paid oh like all of the fallout games like even skyrim like like yeah uh, you had the dawn dawn guard like you could build your house too yeah i i'm kind of in the same boat where there's some game like there's only one game that i've played where i felt the dlc was earned and justified and it's the witcher 3 because both the DLC no, no hear me I'm out on this laughing, no it just hear me out on this because I I will die on this hill both the DLCs have nothing to do with the main story they're two separate stories like so you could play the whole game and complete the whole main story of the game without touching the DLCs and that's what I like where it's not like they put this in as like a oh man you know what maybe this is this is like a cool idea like 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 why didn't we put this in like I don't know whereas then you look at Breath of the Wild which yeah as you know probably my favorite game of all time. The DLCs are totally just cash grabs because... I did not know that game had DLCs. Yes, it has DLCs. Where there's, there's one where you can upgrade the Master Sword, and then there's one where you retread the dungeons, and then you get a motorcycle at the end. And definitely with the Master Sword upgrading one, I'm like... That's pay, that's pay to win. Like, no, I feel well, like. <laughs> well, it's yes and no. I mean, kind of. But you'd have to play it to yeah, get it. Okay, but, okay. but with that... It, my whole thing is, you guys definitely knew that you wanted to do this. You just were like, yeah, let's wait a few months and then make make you spend 25, 30 bucks for it. Yeah, I, I find that I find that wild that Breath of the Wild has those types of DLCs. Yeah. But to yeah. speak on The Witcher, um, a game that I played a very, very small amount. It, it's a big old game. It's a honker of <laughs> it's a, a game. It's a big game. It's a big game. Um, it sounds like that's very similar to, maybe not Skyrim, but like all the Fallout DLCs mm-hmm. are like one-off stories. Yes. But the problem with those is that you're going to come back with weapons and like items that like were not originally for the, the main game. Mm-hmm. And you will have a, a better position to beat that game mm-hmm. now that you have the access to those items. Just like Breath of the Wild, where yep. I'm assuming if you have the motorcycle... You are going to speed through the game a little bit faster. Yeah, you're going to make it around a lot faster. And one more thing before Mm -hmm. we're going to... So we've had a few people in chat, and I just want to address it. So 
I guess the VR thing is going to be, uh, I, I, I made some bold claims, okay? And I'm not <laughs> circling back on them. I just know that I've, I've heard from a lot of people yeah. that um, you do, eye strain is a thing. Um, we've had a lot of people in chat say that they, they know women that haven't had that experience. And that's totally fine. Maybe mm -hmm. it's not as pronounced as I had originally thought. So I'm taking a step back from that claim. No one roasts me. Um, <laughs> it may be not as exclusive as I originally had thought. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to die on this hill. I will not die in this hill. Okay, moving okay. on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so everybody in chat, I want to say thank you. Um, I don't know. Do you have any ending thoughts? Do you have anything else that you'd like to add? I think we've talked about a lot of games. We have talked about hour. a lot of games, yes. Um, games are fun. Play more games. Support the industry. We love games. Yes. 